can find the next Google. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. Today we're going to talk about the ability to find the next Google and strategies on how you can do that, including active and passive investment. And what are your chances of finding the next Google? Hi, I'm Mark with Best of Us Investors. You might remember I was a member of the stock analysis team. Over the course of my career, I worked in several industries, including aerospace and defense, OEM computer and storage, manufacturing, home building and construction, educations. I also have over eight years in financial services at a major online brokerage company. I've owned several businesses in the software and service sectors. I've been investing for 40 years and would like to share some of my insight with you today. So please hit the like button and also subscribe to the channel if you appreciate this content. Remember, this is for educational purposes only and is not financial advice. Okay, so let's get started. Today, I want to go over investment strategies, specifically active investing as compared to passive investing. I also want to touch on the importance of diversification and your chance of picking the next Amazon. I know you've seen an influx of new investors since March of 2020. For what I can see, the investment strategy of choice has been a focus on active investing, basically investing in single stocks of growth companies that are going to the moon. When the markets consistently go up and the Fed has your back by pumping money into the economy, being an active investor seems to be a no-brainer. Just keep buying the dip and in only growth stocks and in hopes that they will be the next Amazon. Well, based on my personal investment experience, hope is not a strategy. But as we've seen lately, times, they are changing. Going forward, I believe it's going to be a much more difficult for retail investors such as ourselves to be successful picking individual stocks. So I'm here to share with you what I've experienced in the market over my 40 years of investing that may be helpful for best of us investors. When constructing an investment portfolio, there's no more important topic to discuss than that of active versus passive investment. When considering the active investment path, there are a couple of choices. You can invest your money in a fund that utilizes an active money manager. Of course, there is a cost to having someone manage your money, and there's nothing wrong with this. You'll be paying for an experienced money manager and hope that they will produce a return to you higher than the market average after paying taxes and management fees. Or, number two, if you have the desire and you have the time, you can be your own portfolio manager. This can be both a rewarding and a disappointing experience. For the purpose of this video, we're going to assume you're choosing to be your own active manager. Generally speaking, Active investors attempt to outperform the returns of a specific benchmark or index by choosing individual stocks, or passive investors accept the market return by tracking a specific index. So generally speaking, active investors select investments based on an in-depth analysis of the value of individual investments. It involves extensive fundamental and or technical analysis of the investment in question. The objective of active investment is to outperform the market. You'll need to be highly skilled at picking the right stocks at the right time, in addition to considerable investment of time to manage your portfolio. Passive investors, on the other hand, have a more balanced investment approach aimed at matching the broad market performance. A passive investor follows a buy and hold philosophy. This is more of a cost-effective way to invest and avoid short-term setbacks in price. An example of a passive investment is an index fund, such as the QQQs, 
or the SPY, tracking the NASDAQ 100 and the S&P, respectively. These funds tend to match the index return rather than focus on absolute returns. So let's look at the key characteristics of both type of investment styles. Let's start with active investing. An investment approach involving extensive research in order to find investments that will beat the broad market index. So you are looking not to just meet the index, but to beat the index and maybe find your 10x. Active investments require the ability to review a security both fundamentally and technically. So you should be able to read financial statements. You should be able to read some basic charts when you're an active investor. Active investors also have a philosophy that markets are inefficient, creating short-term price fluctuations that can be taken advantage of. An active investor may have a higher volume of transactions also due to more frequent buying and selling activities, which can create higher cost and capital gains exposure. So keep that in mind. An active investor may utilize a broad range of strategies to maximize returns such as shorting, using margin, and other leveraging techniques. They have the ability to move in and out of stocks as situations change in the market. An active investor typically has concentrated portfolio with fewer securities than a broad market index. An active investor has the opportunity to outperform the market or underperform depending on the skill of the investor and the flow of the market. Active investors are constantly looking for the next Amazon. Now, for passive investing. Passive investment is an approach that chooses all the investments that constitute the broad market index with an objective of matching the index performance. As such, a market index fund or ETF provides a comparatively less risky approach to investing. Passive investors consider the markets and consider them efficient, so they ignore the short-term fluctuations and have a long-term buy and hold strategy. Passive investing involves a comparatively low volume of transactions, which is more tax efficient and cost and less costly. Passive investing is, well, passive, so it requires considerably less time to manage in order to match the benchmark returns. A passive investor typically has a portfolio of TPF, ETFs, funds containing all the securities within the market index that they're invested in. A passive investor is more likely to be able to go on vacation and not have to check his or her portfolio every 30 minutes. So now, now that we've discussed the elements of both the passive and active investment styles, I'd like to alert you to one more thing to consider, and that is single stock risk. Many active investors create their portfolio with a number of single stocks. Many times on investment discords, people will share their portfolios. They'll write, I have Amazon, I have Meta, I have Tesla, I have Beam, I have CRISPR, I have NVIDIA, I have some Robinhood. We've seen what's happened recently to companies like Meta, down 26% in one day. If that's your largest holding in your portfolio, you probably had a bad day. Or take Robinhood, trading around $13.50 at the time of this video. It's down from a yearly high of $85. If you bought at that price or have been DCAing all the way down, chances are you're holding the bag. The problem that I see many times in these portfolios is a lack of diversification. For example, let's just take any of the actively managed ARC funds. If you only have the ARC G or the ARC G fund, an actively managed ETF, and the genomic sector is out of favor, a lack of diversification in that ETF sinks the entire fund. Currently, the ARC G fund is down 55% over the past 52 weeks. By contrast, had you put your money in this in the SPY ETF, which mirrors the S&P 500 index, 
a market capitalization weighted index of 500 leading publicly traded companies in the U.S., your portfolio would be up over 15% over the last 52 weeks. A portfolio is diversified if you are holding several stocks representing companies from various industries or sectors. This way, if one sector falls out of favor, such as biotech, the effect could be limited because you also have invested in, say, let's say, energy stocks. The precise number of stocks you hold depends on your investment goals, risk tolerance, and market conditions. Now, passive investors can have the same problem with diversification. If they have their entire portfolio in a single index fund like the IEMG iShares Emerging Market ETF, and that's all, which is, by the way, down 11.93% over the past 52 weeks, you're not going to be diversified. So it would be prudent to invest in a variety of ETFs over a number of investment segments. So where does this leave us? Well, according to the Financial Times, only one in four or 25% of active fund managers beat the S&P 500 in 2021. The S&P, however, returned 28.7% in 2021. How does that compare to your 2021 returns? Out of the returns of the index, Meta, Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, Google accounted for one-third of the profits. Had you invested a part of your portfolio in the passively managed QQQ ETF, which tracks an NASDAQ 100 index, your total return for 2021 would have been 27.24%. I know it's not 10x, but I'd be happy with that return and think of all the free time I would have not searching the 10 Qs and YouTube videos looking for the next Amazon, but that's just me. With this ETF, you would own the top 100 technology firms, including the FANGs, in one trade. With this fund, you don't have to try to pick the technology winners and hope they'll 10x. You will own them all and add to considerably less risk and expense in trying to pick single stocks within the technology segment. It seems more and more people are moving to passively managed investment products. Fund flows show more money is moving to passive investment vehicles. In 2021, withdrawals from actively managed domestic equity funds totaled $392.7 billion, according to the Investment Company Institute. At the same time, deposits in domestic passively managed equity ETF totaled $476.4 billion. So, as an active investor, what are your chances of picking up the next picking the next Amazon? Well, let's just look into it. Combined, the NASDAQ and New York Stock Exchange lists around 6,000 publicly traded companies, and there are approximately 41,000 listed companies in the world, according to an OECD report. 57% of the world's listed companies are found on the Asian stock exchanges and account for 37% of the global market value. Picking out the next Amazon within 41,000 companies on any given year would, in my words, be equivalent to, well, trying to win the lottery. And just to let you know, I've never won anything in the lottery. If only 25% of active managers can beat the S&P 500, realistically, what chance do we have as average retail investors? Every one of you has different investing time horizons and risk tolerances. You need to determine the best investment strategy to meet your particular situation. I can't tell you what to do, nor do I want to. I know that's not the answer you were looking for, but successful active investing requires a lot of hard work, a lot of due diligence, reviewing company prospectuses, 10Ks, conference calls, and other due diligence activity. What I can offer is a framework to get you started down the investment road. If you're a brand new, younger investor with limited funding, maybe you can invest a certain amount of capital each payday into an S&P index fund. 
Make sure you have an emergency fund before you start investing in case your car breaks down. Let it grow via dollar cost averaging and utilize compounding to grow your account. Once comfortable in the market, take a percentage of your contribution that you don't mind losing and learn how to invest it in your favorite new stock. This will give you diversification and the possibility of beating your index with your individual stock pick. If you've been investing for a while and are comfortable in the market, you may want to review your portfolio to assure you have the proper diversification for your individual investment situation with regard to risk tolerance and time horizon. Without diversification, you open yourself up to a potential larger than necessary losses in the event your stock or sector falls out of favor. If you are financially secure, then establish a play account where you can speculate and try to find the next Amazon. Only play with what you're willing to lose or have tied up for a long period of time. In the end, I want everyone to be successful in growing wealth. Remember, the number one rule in investing is don't lose money. Remember, the number two rule in investing is C rule number one. This is not financial advice, but just some thoughts from someone who's been to, who's been investing in the market for a while. I hope this was helpful. Thanks for watching. Please hit the like button, and we will see you next time.